Quick question for you. Is it perfectionism or is it your childhood wounds? The hurt from your mom, dad, or both can be the source of your perfectionism. You know, the thing that keeps you anxious, burnt out, and quite frankly, living in fear and disconnected from God's calling for you, your marriage, and your children. And hold my pearls. There's more than one version of perfectionism. You can find out what yours is by taking my free perfectionism prototype quiz. In this 90 second quiz, you are going to walk away with what your prototype is, how it got started and how to stop it. Not only that, you're also going to walk away with a free private podcast that nobody else has access to and give you practical tips that you can start to implement today. Now, I must warn you that you might feel slightly offended by how accurate this quiz actually is. So proceed with caution, but please do proceed. MomBelieU.com backslash quiz to see what your perfectionism prototype is today. And without further ado, I lend you back to today's episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. What do you do when tantrums trigger you? They don't just make you anxious. They don't just overwhelm you, but they trigger you to the point where subconsciously you link your um, child self, your inner child, as the people love to say, you as a child to your child and you have now become one. You're so triggered by their behaviors that it reminds you of your behaviors and the consequences of your behaviors as a child. Now, when I'm talking about triggers, right, that can be a lot, lot of things. There could be a various amounts of intensities of triggers, triggers for emotional abuse, physical abuse, any of the abuses, right? Things that were said or done or not said or done. So whatever comes up for you specifically is different, but trigger means that something in the past has been awoken, awakened, <laughs> something in the past has been awakened by something in the now. Okay. So that's why I don't really well, it's why I like to ask questions when people say, I'm so triggered. I'm like, well, what was triggered? And so then now I'm looked as the therapist who's like trying to therapize people when I'm really just trying to see why you're using that word and it's not really, you're not using it in the right context. Anyways, says the trauma therapist. Anyways, let's keep going, right? So as I said before, 
when your child is having a tantrum, when they don't want to get in the car, when they're in the middle of Target and they don't want to get out of that big old heavy train. Target, why y'all do us like that? I'll never, I'll never get over it. Why did, why do y'all make that big train? The kids love it, but it's heavy. My muscles grow every time. This is personal. Anyways, they're having a tantrum because they don't want to have the choo-choo train at Target. They're having a tantrum because they want this specific snack and you, you ran out of it yesterday and now they're going bonkers. They're having a tantrum because they wanted to go to the park, but you don't have enough time. All the things, whatever it is, they're kicking, screaming, yelling, hitting, running, all the things the kids do when they are flooded with emotion and don't have the words to express themselves, right? Um, a lot of times you feel again, yes, overwhelmed in the intense emotions that flood over your system, but you also are triggered. A part of you is taking, taken back to your past. This happens very quickly in a split second, right? Um, where you project yourself to them. It's almost like you're not staring at your child, but you're staring at yourself. And you know that it was unsafe for you to express your emotions at that level. Typically, what happens is be quiet before I give you something to cry about, right? Um, or a parent, both parents give you the silent treatment or put you in a room and shut the door or, um, you know, do something that was in punishment of you trying to communicate your feelings as a child and you had no other avenue, right? And they couldn't help you co-regulate because they were not regulated themselves. So maybe they did what their parents did to them. Maybe they, you know, started a trend. And because they were not emotionally uh, mature to handle those big emotions, these are the things that they did, right? For whatever reason, these are the things that they did. And they hurt you. They conditioned you. They taught you that showing emotions is unsafe. Even if your parents didn't hit you, right? Even if that unsafety just looked like my mom, my dad, or both, they're going to ignore me for the next 30 minutes, an hour. They're going to give me this really rough look in their eyes and I'm not going to know what's going to happen next. I don't know how to feel and I don't know how to say. So what am I supposed to do? Well, the little brain of yours says, Shut down, shut down over time, right? I'm sure you were still developmentally at that stage of crying and being tearful, even, you know, even when it was unsafe to do so. But as you got older, it started to stick, right? Because we build out these blueprints when we're young. This is how the world works. This is how relationships work. This is how emotions work. This is how behaviors work. When I do this, it warrants this, this response, so the more I do this, the more of that response I get, the less I do this, the less of that response I'll get, right? We are brilliant as children at keeping ourselves safe. And that's how um, the wound starts. We call it a wound, not a scar, but a wound because it's still tender. It's still in some ways gaping. I know that's not a very nice picture to think about. So anyways, when the childhood wound is unhealed and still, in fact, is a wound, when your child is expressing big emotions, you don't want them to feel that unsafety, but not realizing that you now are the parent, that you now are the curator of the environment. 
that you now have the ability to set the tone to say, I know you're upset, but I can't let you hit. I know you want to get ice cream, but it's too late in the day. Please don't hit me. If you hit me, I'm going to have to put you in your seat until we can calm down a bit and then we can talk about it. Those words, let me just interject here. Those words are hard to come by for anybody, whether you've been wounded or not, because you are so overwhelmed and flooded with a lot of different emotions um, at one time. So it's not just a uh, person who has, you know, these experiences with experiences with their parent that experience this. Um, but the intensity of those overwhelming feelings and what it's connected to is what makes it different. So the number one thing I want you to take away from today's podcast is you have to practice regulation before you have the ability to co-regulate. You may have heard of co-regulation, co-regulation, you know, a lot of, um, parenting, um, therapists, coaches, gurus, right? They have a lot of education around co-regulation. Um, in the, in the times where your children are having these floods of emotions, they're having these tantrums, they're calling out for attention, comfort, whatever it is, because their behaviors truly are messages just like ours are, but they express theirs in a less mature way because developmentally that's just where they are. God help us all. Right. Co-regulation is saying I am the leader. I'm the parent of the home. I have the ability to to remain a calm and safe space for my child as they learn how to calm down with me. Right. Not by themselves, but with me together. I model it so that they mimic it. So um, we talk a lot about or we hear a lot about co-regulation. Right. But oftentimes we haven't gotten to the point where we ourselves are regulated. It's hard for you to do something with somebody that you haven't done with yourself. Regulation of your emotions, regulation of your nervous system. Um, when you are in particularly stressful and in this case, triggering environments where your um, your system, your nervous system is firing off. Oh my gosh, it's an alarm. There's something bad gonna happen. Run high, we're not safe in here. What are we gonna do here? You know, all that your nervous system just, whoa, wheel, 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 wheel. Regulation says, I'm reminding myself, I'm shutting down the system. I'm dis, uh, disalarming. Is that a word? Disarming. There we go. I'm disarming the alarm. Everyone is safe disarming the alarm. That's what your, that's what regulation is. It brings your body and your mind back to a place of safety. I'm okay. I'm not going to be hurt. I'm not going to get in trouble. This is not going to be the end of me. It's not going to overcome me, but I'm going to figure out to figure out a way to overcome it. Deep breathing, processing thoughts, walking away calmly, coming back calmly, remaining in, in the seat of a leader and a parent, a guide in those moments. Is it easy? Absolutely, it is not. It is not easy. It is not easy. But it's something that you practice before you get to the tantrum, right? This is not just, oh, he's throwing a tantrum, let me go regulate, right? No, this is an everyday, a part of your routine, a part of your habit of resting, right? Finding what your true baseline is. A lot of us don't know that we're stressed out and triggered because we don't know what our baseline is. You don't know what it feels like for your system to be regulated. 
So how in the world can you even identify that you're dysregulated? You don't know what regulated is, right? Resting, knowing your limits, knowing what it feels like in your body, outside of your body, in your mind, um, what it feels like for you to reach that limit and that that uh, point of dysregulation. When you start to pick up on those symptoms and, the, and those clues, then you say, okay, now it's time for me to regulate. Every day I can use this time, this moment, because I'm feeling within my system that it's off. And so I need a, a little bit more help with my regulation to be able to do that, right? So regulate with yourself before you try to co-regulate with your child. Um, learning how to recognize emotions and the connection that your emotions have to your body and to utilize those when you're triggered makes all of the difference. This is something that we can work together with in one-to-one coaching to help you, even, you know, you bringing up a scenario about attention and we can walk through, okay, this is actually the belief that came up. This is actually the feeling that came up. Let's talk about it, right? Um, if you're interested in working with me, um, with managing these emotions, being regulated for yourself so that you can co-regulate, um, go to momfullyyou.com backslash coaching for us to get started. As always, it was so fun to chat with you today. Thank you for stopping by. I can't wait for us to do it again, but until then, take care. <laughs>